Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living A Course in Miracles. This is Season 4, and it's called The Journey. Episode 13, The Undoing. Welcome back, and welcome to The Journey. The Journey series is a continuation of the book's teachings with more added life journeys and experiences to share. The undoing is another way of referring to atonement. If we could see that we have done this to ourselves, then it might be easier to understand that we can undo it as well. The Course suggests atonement is needed to find our true perception and undo the one that we have of this world. The undoing needs to start one person at a time. But to reach the ultimate goal, we all need to shift and undo our perceptions of this world. I'm referring to the way we see one another. In the first chapter of the book, it explains that when we remove the ego from who we think we are, then everyone wins. In my last episode, I talked about fear, and the way out of it is undoing it and replacing it with love. If we must undo something, then that means two things. First, that we did something that was not in our overall best interest, and second, that we can reverse it, change it back to the way it was. This is really important to understand. We had an original goal. We were loving spiritual beings with no conflicts, no drama, no hatred, no judgment. We were something different than what we've become. In eternity, which can be found here in the now, we knew exactly who we were. The undoing is a release. It opens the channels between us and our creator. It has zero to do with our bodies. Although when we fully understand who we are, our bodies benefit as well. They are our aids in learning. And doing what you think you are to become what you truly are is a miracle. It is one that you perform on yourself, and in doing so, everyone who knows you benefits. One of the biggest reasons we struggle with our spiritual existence is because we are attached to this physical one. In turn, we attach ourselves to other physical bodies and things. It is that attachment that is one of the biggest blocks to finding peace happiness, love, and joy. The whole concept of attachment really gets down to semantics. We attach ourselves to feel connections, to feel loved, accepted, and valued. When you shift away from attachment, it's not detachment, but true love. To love everyone the exact same with no special connections to any one person or thing, that is the ultimate goal. The Course does not say you stop loving anything. It only asks that you stop making one love more important than another. True love has no levels, no conditions, and no degrees. You are trading in specific love for all love. The one for the many. In the fifth chapter of the book called Healing and Wholeness, in the very beginning of the introduction, paragraph three, and I quote, says this, you are being blessed by every beneficent thought of any of your brothers anywhere. You should want to bless them out of gratitude. You need not know them individually or they you. 
it is impossible for a child of God to love his neighbor except as himself. End quote. The book is saying that it is when you accept and acknowledge that we're all one and that this is a team effort, then atonement and the undoing is reached. I know it's difficult to do this. There are lots of negative, mean, uncaring, and at times vicious people out there. Our first thought is, how can I love somebody like that? I think the first step is not to hate them. They are on a journey too. The fact that they are like that suggests that they may be further behind on theirs than you are on yours. We cannot control that, but we can influence it. We can be the one who does not judge or attack, but is positive, caring, and loving. It is the opposite of what they are. We need to be the opposite to show them how it is done. It is the golden rule. We need to remind ourselves that life is eternal. Our time here may have a completion date, but our existence does not. We are bigger than the sum of our parts. The undoing is a shift then, a shift in the way that you've seen people to a healthier and happier way to see people. Our egos have been in control and it's time to recognize that and make an effort to ignore that voice. Challenge the negative thoughts and correct them. When I was first starting this journey, I'd be driving in my car, and this still happens at times, and someone would cut me off or do something I felt was wrong, so I'd make a negative comment. Of course, they couldn't hear it, but I said it out loud. I may have called them a name or made a statement about what they were doing, and not a very good one. As I made the effort to stop that ego-based reaction, over time, I'd hear a voice right after I made that negative comment that would say, is that really okay? Or why did you say that? (laughs) I'd be saying this in my car with no one hearing me except my ego, and that voice would pop up. Until that voice started commenting, I would answer the voice, sorry, once that uh, voice started coming, I'd answer the voice and say, I know, I know, I need to let it go. Or I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Now, rarely do I make any comments and I've learned to just accept others for who they are and what they do. As soon as I think those words, I should not say, I automatically think, well, look at me judging again. Again, we do not have to agree with others. Just do not attack them for their beliefs and engage only from a positive perspective. If your instinct is to react and judge their words, stop yourself and do not engage until you find the words that do not attack. It is hard. We have trained ourselves through our egos to stand up for what we believe in, what we have given value to. I'm not suggesting you change that unless it is things or people you have attached yourself to. I'm suggesting you start by changing the way you react. Change the react part, which is impulsive and suggests a quick emotional response, to an act, which is more thoughtful, and you take into consideration what response you want to give. It takes 
practice and an effort on our, all of our parts to shift the way we think. It can be done for some quicker than others. Once you start, you will notice that you will get assistance. The voice in your head will guide you and remind you to stay the course, just as mine does. Anytime I even think a negative thought, another thought comes in to replace it. The course says that this is happening because of our separation from one another, from our inability to see ourselves as part of a wholeness, a oneness of spirit. Can we look at everyone we see and feel only love? The Course says, when you understand your role in the kingdom, you will see everyone as they truly are. But what does that mean? It means that we will need to accept everyone the way they are, good or bad, as part of the whole. If we cannot do that, then we are living as a separated soul who thinks they can decide what is best for themselves and for others. The fact remains, we can decide for ourselves with only ourselves in mind. In chapter seven, the gifts of the kingdom, in the last part of that chapter, there's a section called the state of grace. Paragraph seven says this, and I quote, being is known by sharing. Because God shared his being with you, you can know him, but you must also know all he created to know what they have shared. Without your father, you will not know your fatherhood. Know then the sons of God, and you will know all creation. End quote. What the book's trying to say is that we are a package deal. We will not find total peace, happiness, love, and joy unless we accept everyone into our minds as part of the whole. God is waiting for us to wake up and see each other as part of the sonship, part of the oneness he created, equal and for all to share in. The motivation here for all of us should be finding peace. In finding peace, happiness, love, and joy are waiting there for us too. Why would we want to consider, or sorry, why would we want to continue to exist in a life that focuses on fear anger, judgment, loneliness, and misery. When we can, through a shift in our perception, change that view to one that is inclusive and peaceful. What is our investment in all the negativity? How is that encouraging a peaceful existence? Consider the people in your lives who are like that. Are they sick a lot? Is there a constant upheaval and drama surrounding them? The worst part is they are creating it all. No one else is doing it to them. They are writing the script and playing the roles. If you look closely enough, you'll see it. This is not judgment, but perception. If you recognize it in others, you will quickly learn to look for it in yourself. Because correction starts at the mind level. This week, I'd like you to observe those people around you. Listen to your own thoughts and pay attention to how you react. Look for the positives and the negatives. Pay attention to how you respond and act around others. The first step in the undoing 
is identifying what you, in fact, are doing. Once you have identified your behavior, then you can start correcting it. Ask for assistance. The help is there. The first step to finding peace is to identify that you do not have it and then figure out why. Thanks for listening. In two weeks, on Sunday, March 7th, I will upload episode 14, Forgiveness. This word seems difficult for a lot of people. The idea of forgiving someone who has done us wrong puts people's defenses up and feels like an inequitable thing to do. I hear from people, why should I forgive them for what they've done to me? My response is always that the answer is found in that very question. You feel that something has been done to you. That is your perception. You are identifying it you are identifying it as your burden. You've placed the hurt, pain, and anger onto yourself. You may think it has been placed on to the offender, but is it? Who's actually carrying it around? Who is holding on to it? Forgiveness is a relief. One we give ourselves and one that results in letting go and finally finding peace. The peace is found upon releasing the burden we placed upon ourselves. Before closing today, I would like to say hello to my friends from Egan, Minnesota in the United States of America. Thank you for listening. Please continue to review and rate the podcast. I can be contacted by email at trifectanow3 at gmail.com. If you'd like to ask a question or share a comment, thanks for sharing the love. And remember, this is our journey. Let us together find our way. Live in this moment. It's the only one that truly matters. Love always, Denise.